Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Miraculous Ladybug, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stilval. Yep. And uh, April Collins. Hello. No context for that yet, but uh, today uh, Delaney, (laughs) April, and I will be uh, getting into episodes four and six of season two of Miraculous Ladybug, uh, Bafana and Robustus. Uh, with these, uh, these were aired in France slash other European countries a little bit ago. We're a little bit delayed on this podcast, so I apologize for that. But going forward, we will have podcasts about Miraculous Ladybug season two very close to whenever the French, uh, fan subs are up. So, um, this is your place for Miraculous Ladybug discussions. Uh, check us out at overlyanimated.com or search for Overly Animated Ladybug on iTunes and subscribe there or on your, or on your favorite podcatcher on YouTube as well to not miss any of our future ladybug podcasts um we've already had podcasts on uh, ladybug episodes one and two three and five so that's why we're doing four and six because we did five already because the dub for that just came out first um but we are specifically talking about four and six this podcast uh we watched the french uh, version with the miraculous sub uh, fan subs um, but, uh, if you saw the dub, I think they're also out for these episodes at this point. So, uh, it'll be fine as well. Um, yeah, if you, yeah, shout out to, uh, Miraculous Subs that where we watch this. Uh, if you're looking for the episodes to go to their Tumblr and go through their process or, uh, go to the Miraculous Ladybug Reddit. Those are my recommendations, but no links in the description or anything. Um, so yeah, make sure you've seen these two episodes. We're going to do spoilers for this. And, oh yeah, and going forward, Ladybug seems like we're going to weekly in France, um there's france took a few weeks off though and uh this upcoming sunday as of when we're recording this seems like there will be a another episode uh the black owl that's interesting um but let's get into uh bafana and robustus uh in general uh delaney what did you think of these two episodes i thought they were really good like we had really interesting villains uh bafana which is really great like that's like her her grandmother just showed up and became a villain which i think is like a great mechanism for this show because as soon as she showed up, I was like, okay, like, obviously you're going to be the villain of the episode. Also, she's obviously gay. Like, 100%. <laughs> duh. Um, so that was like, like I just, I liked the episode. Um, I her, Okay, her villain, like, it was, like, cool, but it was also really weird. I was like, why is she a witch? And she has, like, this song. Like, this is just a thing the show likes to do. We're like, okay, if you're green and orange, we're going to make you sing. And it's going to be really weird. But it was fine. Like, it was funny. Um, the birthday party was cute. And, like, everyone sticking out for Marinette was really cute. And then, like, and then we're going to talk about the Lucky Charm thing that makes, like, absolutely no sense. But, and then <laughs> I really, really like Robustus. I thought that episode was awesome. Like, Markov is really cool. Like, that's so neat. And it's nice to have, like, another Max episode. Like, I just, the whole concept was awesome. Like, and, like, just everything going on. Like, it was just good stuff. Like, I loved Robustus. We'll talk more about it. It just, I just loved every single thing about that episode. Ooh, very, okay. Delaney, very high in Robustus and also a fan of <laughs> Uh April, what are your thoughts on these two? Um, I thought they were good. Uh, we've, I guess we're kind of back to our, uh, like, very episodic uh, style. Uh, I thought it was, like, it was funny that her, her, gra- or her grandma, Bufato, was, uh, that villain kind of confused me. Because she was, like, Delaney said, like, a witch. But then, like, she was turning people into, like, angels and coal. Which I was, like, isn't, is that kind of, like, Christmassy? I don't, I don't really know. Uh, but, um, 
I was like, okay, and it was it was a cute episode. I liked it. Uh, Robustus, I thought it, it was kind of slow in the beginning, um, but the but like uh, Markov was adorable, and I want a tiny robot that loves me. Uh, who doesn't? But uh, but it was good. It was really interesting and very like uh, I like that he uh, stood up to um, Hawk Moth. So that was an interesting turn of events. So but yeah, they were they were all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, at first, I had the the same reaction as April, which was that um, okay, we're back to these two episodes. We're back to uh, our season one status quo. We kind of we kind of broke out of it with the first two episodes of this season, um, but you know, three and five, which we'd already talked about, were pretty pretty status quo. And I thought four, Bafana was also um, you know was was status quo as well. Although there were some exciting moments, I think with Marinette and Adrian at the end. Um, so I, I like I think like I think Bafana would be a good season one episode. Um, it's just that in the context of our improved, uh, more, uh, you know, more things happening season two, I do think it's, um, you know, it's one of the lower ones, probably along with Prime Queen at the bottom. And, uh, I was feeling the same way about Robustus for at least the first half. It was, I, I agree with April, it was slow, but then, uh, our akumatized villain turns on Hawk Moth and, uh, it was incredible. Uh, I loved that. That was one of the best twists in the show. And uh, it's, you know, just everything that happens after that. And then we have like a plot session with Master Fu. Uh, it, it was wonderful. So like the, the second half of Robustus just uh, is, is one of the best, uh, you know, five, 10 minute sequences the show has ever had. And I definitely think uh, it elevates it into one of the best episodes of the show just because of how good the ending is. Um, yeah, just betraying Hawk Moth, like, uh, is, uh, oh, we, need, great. we needed a robot to do it. That's what, that's what it took. <laughs> Someone who, uh, has feelings, but doesn't have feelings at the same time. Also, who's going to break into your lair, Hawk Moth? Why do you have to have, like, missiles? Like, bro. <laughs> right? I, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, we learned that Hawk Moth has an entire defense system in his, in his lair with, uh, just, like weapons grade missiles like what is yes <laughs> you didn't you couldn't imagine that this might like end up uh, turning on you faster than it would uh, benefit no 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 not at all yeah <laughs> like but it's 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 i think that reveal would have been better if we'd seen that before it's just like where are these it was confusing at first like why is how is he sending missiles at him oh i guess they were already there in the in the lair and he just hacked it um but and he also had his cane turns out to be a sword cane that's awesome um, I don't know why he needs a sword just sitting there in his isolated house, but, um, you know, in it, case he gets attacked by his own missile. <laughs> yeah. Duh. I guess he saw it coming. Right. Yeah. But, also like, that's not how that works. Like, what, you, you can't, like, you can't, cut, block, you can't cut missiles with fine. a sword. Is that what you're telling okay, me? Okay. So we're going to question the fact that he cut <laughs> missiles with his sword in this magical world where yes. people transform into super. Okay. Got it. Yes. That's the issue I have. Yeah, I, I also is his wish. I guess this is his wish isn't just to become like master. Does he just want like Adrian's mom back? Is that his goal? Right. So this I, that's that's like one of the yeah. great things about this episode is it like it. We've been asking why does he even want the miraculouses? Finally, we get an answer. They can grant a wish. So uh, and this is like because they're like because they're like yin and yang. Uh, yeah, I, I guess, guess so. I mean, I don't know because we've that... talked about that before. I think because like yeah, they're like the balance because right, it's right. like why are they so important? Yeah, what these these are the main two, and we've talked about this. Yeah, like Ladybug is the healing one, and Cat is the like power aggressive one, and so they form they balance each other overall. So I guess they represent balancing the world, as Master Fu says. Um, and uh, so yeah, they guess they grant a wish. So it's going to start speculation. What is uh, Adrian's dad's uh, Gabriel's wish? Uh, like, is it yeah, is it to bring the mom back? Is it just to take over the world? So it makes more sense that. 
um, you know, that he he wants the Miraculouses now. So I really just think Robustus ends up being such a uh, crucial episode to the show and, and you know, just uh, really excellent. Also, the uh, other big standout episode from Robustus, I feel maybe we're talking about this too early, but um, it's uh, all the living objects get brought to life and uh, then uh, uh, we that get we get we get a news broadcast. Uh, the new mayor is making an, is, has a broadcast and it's, it's a, a lamp. lamp. It's a lamp. <laughs> Actually, my favorite. It's in Morse code. <laughs> Yo, that was really good. And he's like, oh, I speak multiple. Like, shut up. Like, <laughs> Why does he speak Morse code? That isn't stupid. Because, you know, as a model, he needs to know how <laughs> yeah. to understand Morse code. Well, when you're locked up in your house, like, you get bored, okay? <laughs> I, yes, that's true actually maybe you just learned it for fun yeah that might be well, no, my best yeah. the best part though is like when the vending machines come to life i thought that was the funniest for the vending machines that was good too i for me though like yeah. this this new mayor lamp uh, broadcast that is honestly one of my favorite moments of the show it's just so stupid like the show's really very funny and i feel like uh for a lot of the sequence it was it was it was genuinely funny so uh, the funniest part of the whole episode and quite possibly of the show is marinette and tiki I mean, like, why would you have your b- friend in, like, a bag? Like, who would do that? That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I was dying. I was like, this is so good. Like, and then they, like, looked at each other. It was so good. Like, I think that was honestly the funniest ever. Like, it was so good. Yeah, in the beginning of the episode, uh, uh, Max is talking to his bag. And Marinette's like, who would do that? Yeah. It's continuing the trend of the show being way more self-aware in season two. Especially episode two was su- super self-aware of Chloe akumatizing everyone. And, uh, yeah, now... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think I think that was great. Yeah. So let's let's continue talking about Robustus and then we'll get to um, Bafana afterwards afterwards. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, we, yeah, these these two big plot moments um, betraying Hawk Moth. So let's talk about that. So first of all, um, how can he Hawk? How can he akumatize a uh, robot? I don't know if that I, made sense to me. Shrug. <laughs> I don't Just know. Shrug. Again, something we're going to question in a magical world where people transform. I guess the I guess the next he has emotions. He can akumatize a toaster, but like since Markov has emotions, let's be let's be clear. Mark the level of sophistication of Markov does not exist in our world for technology. Well, they were like, yeah, he's my friend. He just like I'm like Max. Did you just like? How did you do this? Because he's like, oh, he just developed his on his own. I'm like, this is literally how like the AI apocalypse happens. Is, Ma- like, is Max, is Max a super genius? Like, or is, or is this world just Probably. more technologically sophisticated than us? Also, that was so rude when they were like, no, you're a child. Let the adults deal with it. I'm like, uh, you barely can operate a smartphone. Like, come on. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so they we akumatize uh, Markov, and I, so I guess the natural question: How does how is that possible? Is how does akumatizing a person possible? Like in theory, the akuma can just alter the code. So I think that that maybe makes more sense than an akuma altering DNA or whatever it takes to, to so change a person. Are you saying that emotions are just coded into our DNA? Uh, that uh, yes, I think so. But that is another okay, topic. Breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> <That> got it. <laughs> that's a, I think that's yeah. DNA is the code of us, but. Um, um, yeah, it's uh, Markov. Uh, we can talk about Markov in, in general first. Uh, yeah, he was uh, super sweet and uh, uh, precious robot His eyes, child. He's like Wally. I love he him. Was, he was mm-hmm. Wally-like. He yeah. was adorable. I also like that uh, Hawkmoth had to explain what the Miraculouses were because he's like, 
He's like, all I want is that you bring me the miraculouses. And he's like, what are miraculouses? Yeah. And I'm like, like oh. thank you. Yeah, that was another good moment. It's like, yeah, define the define miraculous. Yeah, thank you. Why are other people not questioning this immediately when they're right? And then like, and then like at the end when he's like, define that was funny. Like I like that. Yeah, good gag. Yeah, the define gag was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we akumatize him. And I, and I was questioning him, like, this doesn't make any sense, akumatizing robot. Why is, like, Hawkmoth, you've really reached this point where you're trying to akumatize robots. That's it's really digging the yeah. bit down he, he the bottom okay, of the barrel. He's this low. He akumatized a 10 year old girl. Like, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I don't even think she's 10. He legit, like, akumatized, like, a five year old. Yeah, he did. Um, last thing. We should have, we should have realized his level of desperation whenever he was literally just having an akuma follow Chloe around <laughs> so that he could akumatize people. I'm still not over that. It's like, yeah. Just go follow Chloe. She'll do something. <laughs> yeah. It, he's like, I, I'm, I'm too lazy to do this on my own. Like, <laughs> he's like, oh, new robot. Yeah, cool. He's just so used to anyone new showing up in in Paris. Uh, it's like, oh, is a new robot? Yeah, let's just akumatize him. But uh, yeah, it was, at first I was like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. But then it kind of pays off because it doesn't. He's not like as full of a, an akumatization as normal because he, he, it's not. He's obviously not fully entranced by Akhmat. He, he uh, says, nope, I'm keeping <laughs> keeping the miraculouses for myself. And, because I have a wish. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, the question is like, how does uh, how does Markov know that uh, the the miraculous is combining makes lets you grant a wish? Maybe he just uh, Google okay. it. Okay. I'm so glad you asked that question because I had that very same question because I was like, wait, did um, Hoffmoth like explain to Markov that he gets a wish whenever he gets the miraculouses, or like, is that just something you're throwing out at me? No. That no. Uh, he he told him that. He did. He said that in the beginning. That. Okay. When, yeah. When he was uh, defining miraculous. Okay. Um, yeah. I guess I can accept that. Also, okay. I could accept if uh, if he just uh, Googled uh, the entire internet and oh. there's like some conspiracy site that had this on it or something. Like, obviously, it's Perfect. not accepted knowledge, but. Actually, I want that episode where. <laughs> just Googling the whole internet. This is a common uh, yeah. robot trope. It's like, oh, I'll uh, access the entire internet and uh, come back to you with the. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> it's. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, so I think that that uh, it paid off and it's like, OK, Hawkmoth, maybe don't <laughs> akumatize robots if because uh, they might turn on you easier than humans i guess um but yeah that's a, I, that's such a great moment he's like uh <laughs> like no you, you're giving them to he's like nope <laughs> i'm uh using them uh, to make myself uh, a real boy that's what he yep that's what he's doing he's uh he's gonna use them to make himself human and uh then he's uh <laughs> activates salkmoth's defense systems against him and uh, yeah, I just I think two of the best, maybe the two best scenes of the season have both been Hawkmoth scenes. Like, that's great. Yes. For such a character that yes. was like kind of nothing in the first season, you had this scene of his missiles turning against him and then you had the reveal in episode one. Um, such a big improvement for Hawkmoth this season. I was like, what a dum-dum. Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> that is, was so good. Is it a problem that Hawkmoth's kind of dumb now and we're not taking him as legitimately as like an evil force? Like, I'm not afraid of him anymore. Yeah, no, well, that's the thing. Well, it's like, we also know who he is. But the thing is, like, I'm afraid of Gabriel. I'm not afraid of Hawkmoth. Yeah, Gabriel seems yeah. more competent and cold. Yeah, I agree. And then Hawkmoth's just stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, he doesn't get cooler whenever he puts on the suit. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, but yeah, that, that was, uh, it, it was so good. But turning on, uh, an, uh, an akumatized uh, villain turning on Hawkmoth, definitely something that that was um that, that it's a great subversion of the show's mythology and I, well it's like it was funny because like they kind of set it up for this in bufana when there was like you didn't say the magic word and yeah. he was like oh please like that was also a great quality moment 
Yeah, that was one of the best just episodes sass. of the fight. Yeah, uh, it's like a uh, uh, marionette sassy grandma just is like, please say please, yes. <laughs> to, to so maybe <laughs> really, maybe like, he's losing his power. I don't know. Right? Like I just want all of the villains. Like I just be sassy at Hot Moth. Yeah, I agree. It's great. Um, yeah, so that that's the big moment number one as we talked. And then this talk with Master Fu. So um, I didn't expect a uh, mythology dump at the end of this episode. And uh, it's... Uh, it, no, I was really confused. She was like, Master. And I was like, who are you talking to? And then I was, I was like, confused oh. too. Yeah, and then uh, Tiki's having tea with uh, <laughs> with Waze. And uh, yeah, the if if you get both the uh, Ladybug and Camerax, you get the ultimate power that shapes reality. Um, so I guess that's what like tipped, uh, Markov off into that this was possible because it shapes reality. So if he knew that, then, uh, he can literally turn himself into, into a human. So he makes a wish come true, but there's a price to pay. So that's why they can't let anyone do it. Um, but um, I think that's pretty interesting. Like, it's a cool idea. Yeah, it makes sense though. Like, it sort of is like discourages you from actually doing it, which means that they're perfect for like, the perfect prey for villains, I guess, to try and get their hands on because they can do whatever they want, essentially. Um, and they're villains, so they don't necessarily um, are concerned with the consequences of that. that. That's a great point. Yeah, because uh, any kind of uh, person without insane ambition probably just is like, OK, this is not worth it. Um, you know, if, if someone has to, like, die for my wish to come true, then... You know, I probably wouldn't do that, but uh, like a, a vill- ambitious uh, evil villain, I guess, like Gabriel, although we don't really know his motives, to be honest. Um, I think he's maybe he's just driven by grief uh, to bring back his, his wife or something. Um, but but I also think it's interesting that Master Fu would bring up the point that like, oh, well, if uh, Markov had gotten his wish to become human, then someone else would have lost their humanity. So it kind of, um, it sort of leads me to believe that um, Gabriel's like intentions with the miraculouses are going to bring his wife back um, because they wouldn't have put that sort of stake already out there. Or at least I would choose to believe since we're trying to do plot that they wouldn't already sort of like set up that stake. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. It makes we've all, we assume we've always assumed that, um, that uh gabriel's wife is not dead just missing but this this uh reveal makes me wonder if she is dead and he literally is trying to bring her back to life because yeah yeah because he says uh we'd have we would have lost uh someone else's humanity to to make and like mm-hmm. i guess in this case someone wouldn't have died they just would have like lost their soul right in this in the show's context in order to be right in order to bring markov to life but if he's trying to raise someone from the dead someone probably would have to die for that Exactly. That's the point that I was, I guess, sort of trying to get at. But yeah, that's why that's why now I believe that, you know, Gabriel's wife is dead versus just missing. Right. Yeah. Well, I was thinking like maybe he would like lose Adrian in the process. Like, ooh. yeah, I think Adrian or, or himself would be, I guess not himself if he's using it. But yeah, I think Adrian would be the one to die in terms of like, or maybe like if he gets his if he if like. He gets his mom back, but in this case, it'd be like the love of Hawkmoth's life or whatever. But then, like maybe Marinette loses like her dad or like her mom. Yeah, I mean that would be that would suck if it like affected someone unrelated to him or something. But uh, 
Yeah, so something like that, right? So I think, I think, yeah, I think this episode presents it in such a way that it makes you, it makes you wonder what his motivation is for, like, what, what is his wish if not to bring his wife back to life? Like, what is his, uh, it, is, is it just so simple that he wants to take over the world? There's such this, pr- there's such a, there's such a clear motivation option on the table here with the missing wife. So it, it really makes you think that she, she might be dead or like that his motivation is just. It's like he just wants the miraculouses, like. Like, he wants the wish. It's not like he, you know. Like, now this just makes, I think it makes Sokmov more sympathetic, potentially. Because uh, before, it just seemed like he was power hungry. Like, I just want all the miraculouses. And now there's potentially like, oh, maybe he wants something specifically. And it's not just that he wants the this all this power in the world. Um, yeah. And I do think it's probably it, still on the table, though, that he just, you know, might. It it, do, it does explain why he wants the miraculous, even if he just would say, OK, I want to be like the ruler of the world, because then it's like, OK, that helps you accomplish it directly. It's not just that, oh, you have two more miraculouses now. Yeah, but what would be the, I guess, the balance for him getting to rule the world? Yeah, I don't know. Right. So I think, yeah, the way it's presented in this episode does make you wonder. But at least we have, yeah, we have the stipulation. So if Hawkmoth ever is successful in getting them, which might be an interesting thing, I think that's on the table. Now that we learn the downside to using the wish, yeah. I think that is in play that Hawkmoth gets the miraculouses. Maybe this is the season two finale, brings brings his wife back to life and something disastrous happens. <laughs> And Adrian And Adrian dies. dies cliffhanger into season three. <laughs> wow, that'd be incredible. And, uh, and then season three is Mar- Marinette having to try to bring Adrian back to life. I don't think uh, I don't think we're man. doing that. But like that's way that too That is way too dark for the show. <laughs> that would be crazy. Though. I was like, if that if this is the place that this show goes to, like I'm all in. Like I'm ready for this. I would really like that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we don't yeah, want Adrian too. to permanently die. He needs to come back. But uh, you know, just just as a, as a big plot thing happening, I do I do think it's on the table though. Now that we know. Like why Hawkmoth wants it and what would happen? I think I think it's possible that he might he might get the miraculouses. It also could that could uh, coincide with this what we're expecting from the season, which is that Marion and Adrian learn each other's identities potentially. Um, you know, if if he takes them and then they detransform, maybe that's what happens. Uh, yeah. yeah, could could I think we're we're starting maybe to set the seeds for an explosive finale. Although I'm pretty skeptical still. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, the the only other thing from that scene is that he, is that Master Fu talks a lot about like the universe's balance uh, is at stake. Um, very like uh, Eastern mythology type theme. Balance. Uh, there's a big theme. The number one theme of Avatar: The Last Airbender. The like the balance of the world. So I guess that makes sense if uh, all this uh, miraculous stuff is uh, this this Eastern mythology. Um. Yeah. So uh, I interest interesting stuff. Very happy that the show is. Uh, is uh you know is is going there in terms of plot i was uh you know i'm still i still want us to break from the one uh one akuma uh an episode formula like we're still sticking to the same the same formula of the show and i think ultimately we should break from that if we're going to get more ambitious with the narrative but this at least this is like a great start in terms of uh doing something while doing like making progress while still sticking with the same the same dna well like, that's what i like about it is like we're still keeping the formula but then still dropping stuff here and there i mean i do agree like i mean if we're gonna get anywhere like eventually we're gonna have to have episodes where like we're actually moving towards something or like i don't know like i'm just not sure how they're gonna do it because like because it's so formulaic at this point it's like what would a hawk moth do like how close because like we got kind of close to it in the episode where they were like oh we know who hawk moth is but then hawk moth just tricked them so 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe uh, maybe we'll be stagnant in that area for a while. And of course, the big thing that we're not not taking into consideration is that we're getting a bunch more heroes. So um, you know, although it's, I think it's there's just no mention of of adding of adding new heroes, and we're six episodes into a you know twenty six. What has to season. happen? Like I'm just sort of like what, what what's going to happen? Where Master Fu's like, okay, we gotta we gotta do it. Like we gotta add a, right. Wow. It probably yeah. Probably is going to take something a big second Akuma. Yeah, so or, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what prompts. As we assume Chloe is going to be the first one, but uh, we'll see what prompts that. Um, and I do think it's on the table that a lot of them aren't until season three because I think they're in production on two and three at the same time. But uh, we will see. Um, other things from uh, Robustus. Uh, yeah, we talked about the uh, the the, the mayor uh, lamp sequence and all the other things coming to life. Um, oh, uh, side note: Markov quality name for a uh, AI robot. Uh, Markov chains. Uh, good. Agreed. Yeah, good. Good name. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, just what do we think of uh, Robustus as a villain? He was kind of just. He, he was maybe the least uh, appearance change of any villain. He's just the same thing, he just except he's red and colors. green. Yeah. <laughs> he's angry colors now. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think he's still really good, and like then he just totally like makes he just becomes a transformer. Right. He just so. he just he just uh, becomes Voltron. Like that's his big thing. So. <laughs> He did it quicker than the people of Voltron. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. Props to him. Yeah, sh- short, shorter than a Voltron's transformation sequence. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. And th- there's one moment when it's used really creatively when he like uh, grabs them and then reforms like on the spot. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, no, that was really cool. Yeah, I like also that. like LOL like Cat Noir is like upside down the whole time. And he's like, I can't breathe. <laughs> like that was funny. Then <laughs> like, LOL Cat and Pain. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. For the most part, I think for a while he was not. Super exciting, generally bringing all tech uh, to life, I think was cool. Although it seemed like all the tech was brought to life and then he could like specifically use something if he wanted. It was like uh, Danny Phantom, like when this happens in Danny Phantom. Yeah, I guess so. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. like, I haven't like, seen yeah, the show in a while. <laughs> I just really remember that episode. It's like good stuff. Yeah. Um, only the other, only other thing I had was, uh, there's a qu- another quality show making fun of itself line when, uh, Robustus says, uh, I've, d- I've, I've ran the numbers and Marinette, you can't win without using your lucky charm. And so he's like, yeah, yeah. that was really good. He's like, yep, you're I literally like in- incompetent without it. So and then when him. like he uses cataclysm, he's like, you're so predictable. Yeah. Like, it's great. <laughs> he's like, I watched season one. This is one. only move, you guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I liked, uh, I, I like the concept of him, like, uh, searching some sort of data fan database about <laughs> Marinette and cat like where did he get the information from blog. right like yeah, he so he like he he's, he read he searched all his blog and came to these conclusions yeah i like that also i really like all being like i have to make a blog about mark Paul. like calm down all like please chill <laughs> she just wants to make all the blogs <laughs> is a- also Marinette was just like send me to the send me to detention like were you just gonna smuggle mark i out? know like i I liked that she like after um, she got sent to the principal's office, she was like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like Marinette being bad. Yeah, no, I, I like that because we brought back uh, Marinette uh, being the class representative from season one. So I, I thought that was good. Like, let's do something with uh, any sort of developments we make. Um, and uh, the other the antivirus, that's how we defeat. <laughs> Uh, robustest stick an antivirus program and not all antivirus programs are the same show come on like why why would the random thing for the thing in the beginning work on uh on markov um but you know i guess we do that <laughs> so yeah there you go um it's uh yeah so there's robustus uh all, all pretty high on that episode so thumbs up there 
Thumbs up. Thumbs up. What? It was quality. I think one of my favorite episodes. It's right up there yeah. with um Oh geez, what's the name of that episode? <laughs> the rollerblades. The rollerblades? And should they go back in time? Okay. That's a random poll from season one, yeah. That one. Yeah. Um, up there. I would put this number two for the season behind Despair Bear, although I think there's an argument for it being number one. Oh no, this is this is deaf above Despair Bear for me because I'm still not over one. It's Despair Bear, and then he was really scary. <laughs> Despair Bear's quality, though. Um, it is a quality episode. Yeah, but it's another episode where like we really enjoy that it's the show's making fun of itself. Yeah. Like I think that's that's where we are with this show. Is that I think that's a big I think that's a big thing that's worked is uh, that you know and I think that's fine because uh, the show so heavily stick to its stuck to its formula in season one that they really just have a great setup for subverting their own uh, expectations and also just kind of riffing on themselves. Um, So I think that they're so far they're really doing everything right to be honest. Um, I'm I'm pretty impressed. And uh, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk uh, La Bifana slash Bifana. Less, less of a, uh, less of like a smashing success than, than Robustus, although still a quality episode, I would say. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, Marinette's grandma and her as Labafana, we can talk about that first. Um, we've talked, we've talked about this a little bit already. I don't really get her as a villain. Is this a cultural reference we're missing? Is she just supposed to be weird Santa Claus? Like, uh, what is this? Yeah, there was a lot of disconnect for me with that. I was just, and she's like on a bike. Like I, I got that because you know she very much to uh, me seemed like gr- a Green Goblin from Spider Man mixed with Santa Claus. Like that, that. you know, yes. it was really weird. Like so I didn't understand why she was singing. Like I was like, what? Yeah. Like I don't know if this is like yeah, like everybody has like an evil grandma who's gonna and come then, make, give you coal if you're bad. Like is that like a French thing? Like I don't understand. And, and she shot candy out of a gun. Like yeah. what are you trying to say here? At the very least, it was an intricate villain. Like she she shot yeah she had a projectile launcher that shot the candies that Marinette rejected that either turned depending on her evaluation of a person turned them bad and into coal uh, or <laughs> good and turned them into fairies. Which were uh, supposed to the help. The fairies out. are scary. Like their faces. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I don't think. And yeah. And then she was singing too. Um, I yeah. think probably it overall didn't really work as a villain. Maybe there's. It's just a cultural disconnect. I'm not sure. But at the very least, it was ambitious. So I don't know. Agreed. It was yeah. very ambitious. <laughs> No, I was just like, what the whole time? But she was like after Marinette. But it worked in that like it was she was after Marinette. And then like we got to have the Marinette and Cat Noir. And it was like he the whole time she was like, please leave so I can transform. Just go away. Yeah, yeah. Her her being <laughs> you go? her being so kind of on the ball just enabled this uh, these Maricat moments. Uh, Marinette and uh, Cat Noir. Um, so we had the Ladrian episode. Now here's our Maricat episode. And I think, I guess our big moment is, uh, is Cat carrying, uh, Marinette like bridal style, uh, through. Oh. <laughs> yeah, through, through yeah. <laughs> uh, were we feeling that? Eh. <laughs> what? Eh? Delaney? <laughs> I forgot about it. Oh, wow. No, I was just like, go away so she can transform like the whole time. I was like, you're so annoying. Go away. <laughs> he was helping out. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, this is my He was le- trying really hard. He was trying. You know, this is my least favorite yeah. of the four shipping. But clearly square, he like but... he likes Marinette because he's like, happy birthday. And it was like, oh, right. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, yeah. that was cute. The, the, it, it interplays well with the Marinette and Adrian stuff in the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, been big Marinette episode carrying uh, bridal style. That was that was a. Uh, it was quality stuff. And um, yeah, just Marinette's grandma in general. You can talk about her, Gina. Um, so Gina. were you a fan, Delaney, of Gina? 
Elmo, she's gay. Like, legit, I see her. Okay, so I'm watching this, and my girlfriend's asleep next to me, and I wake her up, because I was like, you have to see Marinette's gay grandma. Like, you have to see. And she rolls over, she goes, yep, she's gay, and then goes back to sleep. So I was like, she has a motorcycle? And then she took her helmet off, and I was like, I'm so done. Like, I was like, done, done. It's pretty great. Yeah, she's the she's the cool gay aunt, except grandma. Yeah. I also like that she like That's had grandma. no idea how old Marinette was and just hit like. <laughs> yeah, why I does was really... kind of bad for Marinette? <laughs> I was like, your grandma doesn't even know who you are. Why does she think Marinette's like six? Yeah, I guess it was like, oh, a person hasn't seen you for a while, and uh, but yeah, it was it was uh, sad. She brought this tiny shirt back, got the candies Marinette doesn't like anymore. <laughs> like uh, she makes Marinette go on the carousel. Like yeah. It, it was a lot. Uh, I mean, the zoo was pretty cool. I I like to go to the zoo, and I'm much older than fourteen. Yeah, but. yeah no, like, that's what my girlfriend likes to do. Like on her birthday, she goes to the zoo. Yeah, like, that was yes. fine. That was fine. But um, yeah, it was uh, yeah. She uh, Gina seemed cool. I like bringing in more uh, yeah, more Marinette's family. That that's 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 uh, it, if we were bringing, we need additional characters to akumatize. This is these are good candidates. Uh, also, why didn't uh Marinette's parents? tell gina about the surprise party like at all they're going to well, at one point trying yeah. to, but she kept like In- r- like steamrolling <laughs> over them. like her like poor, her poor dad was like um mom i need to talk to you like over here and then she just like like went off on him yeah yeah that's they, yeah. they at one point they were trying to tell him, and then like the cake kept cake kept falling in the trash and stuff it was eh. that was a really great gag was that every time he dropped it it went <laughs> to the trash can like i thought that was really I, I, upside down it just made <laughs> me sad though so much cake <laughs> you know i was just like i will also made me really hungry yeah like. <laughs> trash cake where's that yeah um yeah i'll take your trash cake yeah, exactly uh it's, like, it's perfectly good cake i mean come on uh take it off the top or whatever but uh one uh we, we kind of mentioned this uh this episode is marinette's 14th birthday happy birthday marinette uh delaney were you were you shook to learn that marinette was 13 for most of the series yeah a little bit also like (laughs) marinette and steven are the same age what the heck marinette was younger than steven for most of the show I can't. We were we were it. we were under the. We'd always talked about. We don't know exactly how old they are. We were under. Yeah, we were, we're, under, yeah, we're under the assumption they're either fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. See, oh I thought they were 13. fourteen, and then I found out that it was her fourteenth birthday, and I was like, "But I thought she was all re- like." I had that moment of like disconnect because I was like, "But I thought she was fourteen. How are are we going in the past? Like, nope. She was thir- She was thirteen for all of season one. Okay, I think this. Apparently, I think this makes the show a lot creepier. To be honest um yeah (laughs) like it's not like it's that much of a difference if she's 13 or 15 like it's still creepy either way but um just you know just the like uh the the skin tight latex suits right it's just there's something about her being 13 that makes it even more worse yeah it's just like like, i felt dirty (laughs) yeah uh yeah i mean yeah uh, i think i don't think the show has done there's some some moments in season one when it was a lot i don't i haven't really noticed anything in season two. Oh god season one there were there were some cringy moments right now it's okay like season two it hasn't made me cringe referring to like camera angles close to their bodies and stuff oh yeah yeah why don't you remind me yeah i will say i don't yeah it's i haven't noticed anything blatantly bad in season two so they probably improved that yeah, but uh, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna declare her age." We should, <laughs> we should probably stop if she's. Th- oh my god! Yeah, Marinette is not thirteen though. This I don't. I don't think it's real realistic. She's. She, I don't know. She that seems young for. Her. She seems fifteen. But yes. But whatever. That's why. That's why I was really. I was like fourteen. I thought we were already fourteen, but I guess not. <laughs> yeah. 
Her and Adrian are, would be like the most, most competent, smartest 13 year olds in the world. So I don't know if I buy that. But uh, nope, I don't buy it. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So, Mar- yeah, we had this whole surprise party thing. And uh, Adrian gets Marinette a present. And it is the uh, a lucky charm. <laughs> Uh, to match the crazy to match the one that she gave him in Gamer in season one. Was that in Gamer? Yeah, I had no idea. I had no recollection this happened. I was like, what? Yes, I also forgot, but I looked it up. Okay. And uh, that makes me oh. feel better. <laughs> yeah, he's a returning. Like he made her a corresponding charm. Aww. How have they not put this together yet? Like, I'm just curious. What lucky charm? Because... Lucky charm? Yes. <laughs> For real, like how how hard is this? Like, honest to God, like, come on. We're also, literally they like each out other. for each other. Like, huge. Yes. Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like that's not the big takeaway, though. I feel like this. It's a, it's a oh. big uh, Marinette and Adrian moment that he gave her a gift, it and it was a thoughtful gift that matched the one she gave thoughtful. him. So, what what's our verdict mm-hmm. on it? So clearly, they're very they're good, like he calls her a good friend in episode five. That was a highlight. Um, they're cute and they're good. Yes. Yeah, they're cute and yes. they're good. Yeah, but uh, so what what do we think? Do we think um, Adrian consciously likes Marinette yet? I think he's maybe getting there. He's like, close. He's like, yeah, I think it's close. He doesn't know. It's exciting. Yeah. Almost. Almost. Where's, We're real close. Where's the, where's the, where's the, where's the, uh, Mara, uh, uh dating arc. I mean, come on, let's do it. So yes. the shows, I, I would have thought this would be impossible. My like fantasy Adrianet dating arc happening, but the, the season's been so good so far that I think maybe, you know, the fact that they like actually interact in like a slight, like she's just stupid instead of like actively stalking him is like of such a vast improvement. Yeah. Yeah. I like that much better. Yeah. Then season one, because season one, I was like, oh, girl, you need to stop. Like, yeah, I mean, to be fair, in episode five, <laughs> she was still like, uh, Adrian at this time, he's at Fetzing. Like, uh, he's like, she still has his whole schedule memorized, but that's true. But <laughs> it's been, it's it been was better, less yeah. creepy. <laughs> no, we haven't brought out the stalker board yet, so that's good. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, I think we might, but um, it's yeah. They're they're uh, yeah. They they've they've ramped up the uh, potential intimacy between Marin and Adrian, and seems like we're building towards something. So that's that's very exciting. Uh, last thing about this episode, big thing about this episode is uh, Tiki's gift to Marinette. Tiki is so weird. Tiki. Tiki's like, <laughs> Marinette, like I have a special gift for you, and then she and just then vomits she on her, her hand. hand. Oh my god. On her. You know what? I would have been like, oh, what what happened here? Okay, Delaney, I have several questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One, why is Tiki capable of producing spit? <laughs> like, why is she? I mean, technically, I Tiki eats. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's true. That's already, uh, oh, my God. Uh, so, and she just, like, is like, we, you know, in the, in the Kwame, or whatever culture, we, on special days, we spit out in people's hands. And I'm just like, are there enough of you for you to have a culture? Like, I don't understand, yeah. like. Uh, it was. Wait, did you go uh, to Kwame school? Like, do you all just like hang out? Like, Kwame? I don't understand. Yeah, they went to Kwame etiquette school. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm just really like, and she just straight up vomits on her, and then like, I kind of, I did feel bad for Tiki for 30 seconds because Marinette's like looking at her phone, 
And then Teeth got passive aggressive so fast. (laughs) I thought it was at least Adrian that's like uh, a Marinette's illogical crush, like distracts. No, it was just, it was just like, oh yeah. I mean, that's also a very important thing to Marinette. But yeah, she's just being rude. Uh, Yeah, just being straight up rude. And then like, but then like, so she just threw up on her and I was like, what? But then like, she actually pulled the thing up and I was even more shook. I was like, what? And then she started explaining it. She's like, yeah, it's like hair. And I was like, please stop talking. Like, I don't ever want to think. You need to not. Yeah. Oh my God. As much as i like irrationally find uh tiki creepy uh if you listen to previous podcasts this is like tiki actually being super creepy is like she's like i, oh, I knitted yeah. you this thing from a, a, a strand from of hair here. from every former miraculous holder and i just threw it up yeah onto your hand <laughs> and gave it to you as yeah, a as a person yeah like what? yeah very it was very very oh, weird yeah it's and like when your dog is like just obsessed with cheese but Tiki's like straight up a freak like she's so weird. yeah by the way about plug this is the first french episode for season two we'd watch we watched a, a lot of season one in french but i forgot how like uh crazy plug's french voice actor is wow. oh, no. uh, yeah. Yeah. So i was very taken aback by that yeah i mean it's not it's not you know quite as like korean voice actor for adrian but like oh yeah those those are the two most absurd vo- voices if you haven't heard korean version of adrian he just sounds like like a 40 year old man and yeah, like, what? i'm gonna write this down and look it up yeah it's really funny. Uh, korean adrian yeah korean adrian and french uh plog are the yeah everyone else basically sounds the same across the but yeah the plog, plog just sounds like like you know that's what plog could be like he could actually like be something but no he's just obsessed with <laughs> Plot consistent, uh, much less creepy than Tiki. But Tiki, uh, yeah, vomits her hair, and it's it turns it's a uh, quagatama. Um, so I'm uh, familiar. With, this is an absurd thing. I'm familiar with what this is based on. It's a uh, magatama, which is an actual Eastern uh, like mythology thing. Familiar with this from the okay. from the Phoenix Wright series, where uh, uh, the Fays have uh, magatamas. It's like a, a nine shape, which is what it is here at the end with Marinette. And um, in in the Phoenix Wright series, I like uh, grants them like magic powers and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know what the purpose is going to be here, but this is definitely a thing. And they just took magatama and they added Kwame to the beginning, so it's quagatama. And they just made her throw it up. Yeah, yeah, and it's made of hair of former miraculous holders i'm just cause... really like not over the, how weird this is like yeah weird but... weird i think purposeful at the end marinette is wearing the necklace with the quagatama like, on it i mean it's really yes. sweet that tiki gave her a present tiki just can't help how like horrendously creepy she is <laughs> yeah yeah tiki just uh yeah tiki needs to uh learn current culture and how notice how uh weird she is but yeah no i think i think this is something that's a plot thing like i think uh this quagatama will grant marinette additional powers or something like that yeah it'll like be special like it'll help her out yeah well will uh adrian get one from um, clogs like i made the serum you out of cheese (laughs) no that'd be be like (laughs) Um, so I've been saving this cheese for nine billion years. I made you this quagatama out of the former cheese from, or out of the cheese from for more miraculous holders. Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, that would, that would be good. I, I think, yeah, maybe Adrian needs a corresponding one. They can matching necklaces and then it'll be good. Exactly. And then they can combine together and defeat Hawkmoth. Got it. Yeah, maybe maybe these are their uh, f- okay, fusion necklaces though, or something. So like, imagine that like Marinette has to explain to Tiki how marriage works and how you give someone a ring, and she's like, "Oh!" And then she like vomits. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, what you should do is you should just vomit on him." And, like, <laughs> 
like I'm just imagining the conversation. Like, so that was really funny when Tiki was like, "Oh, do you not do things like give each other presents?" And then Marinette's like so shook. She's like, "You're gonna give me a present?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it, it, it would be sweet though if uh, Tiki uh, gave uh, vomited up a, uh, an engagement ring for Marinette to to, Perfect, to give Adrian. Yeah, let's just take the creepy factor overload that would be no that would be sweet it'd be like a, a relative gift <laughs> is like, it gonna be made out of hair yes, because that's yes. what Nothing i'm about made out of hair yeah last thing i'll throw out about this quagatama in phoenix right the uh, magatamas are used to channel dead spirits so i don't know if that's what's gonna happen here oh but great oh geez i'm just throwing oh, i'm just throwing oh, I, I don't know if that's a phoenix right specific thing but yeah oh, that's what that's what they're used for oh my god she's gonna go all avatar state and like commune with all the like previous miraculous holders that would be great yes we see them briefly in this um yeah i know i'm okay with that unless they yeah, get be mad because i can't handle that heartbreak twice yeah, in my it life it kind of seemed like joan of arc was one of the <laughs> previous miraculous yeah, holders no, yes. i'm okay i like how cannons like that yeah just <laughs> i like how literally everything just makes joan of arc some magical like oh she wasn't crazy she was just like yeah. did season it might, season one might have said that because this feels like a familiar she just discussion. Had a miraculous <laughs> this feels like a familiar discussion i don't know if it was another show or it was season one that said joan of arc was a miraculous holder but yeah um yeah that, that that's pretty good i liked yeah i'd love i'd love a flashback episode to uh a previous miraculous holder i don't think we're gonna do that but um yeah so we'll see no. what happens with the quagatama will we be ch- <laughs> will we be channeling the spirit of adrian's mom i don't know it does kind of fit with the type of stuff we've been talking about but um you know i assume not so but we'll see will adrian get a matching necklace will uh they both wear their necklaces as and as not superheroes and still fail to recognize each other do we'll be tracking that yes (laughs) (laughs) that seems like something that would happen yeah um yeah so uh we will see on uh Oh no! Potentially next, next time episode. on miraculously. Yeah, the, the black <laughs> owl is our next episode. Oh uh, yeah, anything else from this episode? Yeah, we just had a lot of uh, surprise party planning. I we like hid Adrian's. At one one point, is like I hid Marinette at the Eiffel Tower. Like okay, yeah, that's yeah, very cool. that's very this show. <laughs> I did like that fight though, like because we actually kind of used the Eiffel Tower in the fight. Like I really like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show is always good at using for, uh, Paris landmarks. Oh, uh, we had like cat singing at some point um with ladybug oh yeah, yeah. and then she finishes it for him yeah mm-hmm. she's it was super she's cute. indulging him too much <laughs> that's my opinion she really is this no she really she needs to shut him down like immediately all to the be time. fair he's been much better cat's been uh, a lot nicer i think the this season so yeah but she's still encouraging him just a little bit yeah yeah so uh i don't know i don't know maybe marinette also developing a crush on cat so maybe they happen at the same time and uh yeah. no no okay uh you know we'll see we'll see i think that might uh it might would make sense with the pair i legit i think i had a dream this just came to me now i had a dream <laughs> and for whatever stupid reason like it was like marinette and adrian and adrian's like i'm sorry marinette i like you and ladybug and then marinette's like guess what I don't know. It was weird. Wow, you dream, you dreamed of the reveal. Oh my god! I did. I I, oh, I had a premonition about it. It's re- it's gonna happen oh, now. Oh, I think I think Delaney had the prediction. Wow, I didn't know. Okay. Delaney just spoiled the entire season for us. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> Dang it! I didn't know you were so uh, into the straight ship, Delaney, that you were dreaming about it. Wow. Shut up! <laughs> I dream about like all the shows we watch. Like I had a Mysticon's dream. What? Like they happen. Wait, okay, okay you like... need to tell us about that in the next podcast because I did next yeah. podcast. This is crucial information. Okay. I know. Yeah. I'm ready for this. I don't even remember what happened in it. 
Oh yeah, we got. We have to write down as blog posts all our animated dreams. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll keep a dream journal. Dream journal. Yeah, that's the, that's the <laughs> homework assignment. Yeah. Okay, Delaney. Final thoughts on uh, Bafana and also anything from Robustus. I just really like Robustus. It was awesome. Um, Bafana was fine. Like the, the villain was just super weird. He <laughs> was being super weird. But I did like both of the episodes. Like I think they're still solid. I'm still really happy with how Ladybug's going right now. Yeah. Uh, April. Final thoughts pretty much the same i like where it's going um i like a lot of the promise that robustus gave us um Labafana had a lot of creepiness to it but it was still a solid episode so thumbs up for me thumbs up okay yeah uh yeah pretty pretty happy with ladybug so far it's still you know i still would like the show to get outside of its boundaries actually do more with we've been doing a lot of things but we haven't necessarily accomplished anything major yet other than the, the episode one reveal so um, I think that if we just spin our wheels with this type of like advance a little bit, but not a lot for like 10 more episodes, then I might get frustrated again. But for now, it still feels uh, it still feels fresh and uh, excited to get into whatever we're getting into next. Eventually, the Chloe stuff. I'm ready, ready for the identity <laughs> reveal. And I'm probably not going to get it this season. But um, yeah, the Black Owl next episode, that'll be Sunday in France. And then we'll be weekly in France. The other notable airing thing is that... Uh, it was previously announced uh, that the season would premiere in the U.S. in December on Netflix. Um, considering we've only aired six episodes, uh, that does not seem super likely. Uh, and it was not on December Netflix's December like release schedule. Um, we are going to break it into two 13 halves. They have announced that. So the first half, 13 episodes, is what will drop on Netflix. But that might be pushed back into 2018. Hooray! Um, they they right. really botched the release. Like they uh, they said this was going to be a global or synchronized release, and it has absolutely not been. So um, I don't know, but uh, still very exciting, and we'll be covering the foreign airings um, in the meantime. So uh, Black Owl podcast, whenever that comes, we'll be covering Ladybug uh, very close to the French releases or whatever premieres first, and find all that at overlyanimated.com. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Uh, give us a thumbs up if you like the podcast and or uh, or subscribe on um, iTunes or other podcasting app to not miss any of our future Ladybug podcasts. We have a Ladybug specific iTunes feed. If you just want our Ladybug content on YouTube, you'll get everything. But you can you know just click on the Ladybug stuff if you want. And uh, we uh, you can also we were talking about Ladybug on our Discord. Uh, we have a Ladybug channel. So text chat with us at uh, overlyanimated.com slash Discord. Um, so yeah, Ladybug spoilers channel. It's a. Uh, it's hopping. Uh, latest post by me showing the lamp as mayor. I said uh, I'd vote for him. So there you go. Uh, I think I gave it a 100. Yes. <laughs> Give it a 100. Yeah, I'd, I'd vote for the lamp as mayor. Probably vote for him over uh, Chloe's dad, to be honest. I, uh, yeah. True. <laughs> so yeah, join us on uh, Discord. You can su- consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Lily, aka Panda Lily. And thanks as always to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Um, and overall, overly animated stuff. We're going to be slowing down. We've been crazy for a while, but now um, not a lot of stuff airing. So um, going to be going to be slower. But thanks for sticking with us. The very period. Again, apologies that this Ladybug podcast is was up late. I'm, in general, I am going to be prioritizing Ladybug, um, one of our most popular coverage shows. Uh, just got the short. Ended up getting the short notice this time. So um, looking forward to the next episode of Ladybug, and I'll see you all then. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.